We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 73 of Married Millennials. We are fresh off of a workout right now, so I've got all kinds of energy. (laughs) Well, I always have my workout on Monday, but Joy typically sleeps in and skips her Monday morning workouts, but this time she got ahead of it. But, Much in part due to her her three hour nap that she took on Sunday. Yes, but <laughs> which was fantabulous. But <laughs> but let me say it's because I feel like I won't be able to get ready because we record on Mondays. I feel like I won't be able to get ready on time to to record because we've got a tight schedule on Mondays. We do have a tight so schedule, which is on why I'd, I'd never go because I by the time I actually crack my eyes open, it's like six twenty, and that's too late. So do you hear these excuses? Simply put. If we have a tight schedule on Monday, we just have to get yeah, out of the house early. Yeah. That's all it is. And yeah, that's what yeah, we yeah. did today. We got out of the house early. We were home well before the time that you even typically start getting ready when I come home from the gym. Right. And now we're recording oh, earlier. If you than we leave do. the quality of sleep that I get, like only because I could spread out. Time out. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I can spread out and it's quiet. And yeah, it's nice. I mean, not that it's like you don't snore. But you, I feel like you can't even get that good of sleep when I'm gone because it's only what an hour. I'm gone for about an hour twenty minutes. Don't underestimate me. I, I starfish. I spread all the way out, all five of my li- or four of my limbs. I guess <laughs> you said all four of your legs. I was like, ah, uh, who am I married to? <laughs> all four legs. By the way, baby, I have two secret legs that you do not know about yet. Oh, please do not. I don't even want to think about that at all. So no, you do not have two. Secret What's so legs. gross about two more legs? If you you had four legs? Yeah. <laughs> what What do you mean? I don't know. I guess this is not gross. What, like, okay. Strange, weird, awkward. Yeah. Like all of a sudden you're walking towards me with four legs. Well, if it's like I have but a you're still standing upright. Head, I feel like that's weird. It's very strange. Yeah. But I can't. That's why I can't wait till we get our king bed. It is. It is happening this year. Yeah. We are getting. The plan was to treat ourselves for our anniversary, and it still is. It's our anniversary gift to ourselves. So it is. Yeah. And I so, don't know. Have we ever said that we? So for anniversaries, instead of instead of exchanging gifts, we do a joint gift. So we to ourselves to ourselves. Yeah, something that we both want. We buy that. So last year it was Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> this year it's a king bed. And we have not purchased the king bed yet because funds were not allocated appropriately. Yeah. Well, they were fine. The problem is, is once, I, once we decide to, to purchase the bed, I know Joy is going to go off the deep end and then say she needs a new bed set and then she needs new bedroom furniture. And then what just turned out to be a new mattress and a box spring has turned into a new bedroom set. So I'm just not ready yet to buy a new bedroom set. And even though she's going to tell you right now that that's not going to happen, I'm just going to look at her and tell you guys that it is going to happen. I will say that we do have to get a new bed frame, obviously. Yes, we and do. And we'll have to get new sheets. And that, that's those, are, those are necessities. I, yeah. I'm not arguing that. But what, what's immediately going to follow, literally immediately going to follow, is maybe a week, two weeks. I think these nightstands don't work anymore. I'm just going to go look. I'm, I'm going to go to Ikea and just see what they have. And then, and then I'll get an email. Ikea doesn't have anything. You're right. But then I'm going to still go get an email. You're still going to go look at Ikea. And then I'm going to get an email. I I know, but you're still going to do it again. This is what I'm trying to tell you how you work. And then I'm going to get some email with furniture. Like, oh, what do you think about this? This is a really good price. Well, I was looking here. We should just go look at this this weekend. And then I'll get the, the look of, 
but I really like this, babe. This piece will be perfect. We should just buy it. I know it's going to be fine. And then once we get the new nightstand, she's going to look and say, this dresser doesn't fit anymore. We need to get, we need to get something else. And you know, the, the dresser and the clothes that I have, the shelves, some of the shelves are broken. We need more space. It, so it's just a snowball effect. And I'm waiting for it. I understand, and I do not deny those things. See? But also, it is my job. It's not really my job, but it's the role that I've chosen to take on. Is making that you choosing? Our house. Is that your word that you're going to go with? Choosing. <laughs> I thank you. I'm so glad I, I could like, catch you, you saying the wrong word because I get it killed every single time. I didn't even hear on air, say off it. air. Yeah. So but, go back to the okay. role that you choose in. Yeah, but also can we acknowledge that this is the kind of stuff that I hear from you all the time? Isn't it frustrating? No. Do you guys hear it me say words incorrectly? Hear me say choosing. It didn't make me cringe, but I am. It it did send off a like, red that flag. That is not a word. That is not a word. Thank you for catching it. Continue. But so chosen. It's the role that I've chosen to take on and I like to make our house a home. I still haven't had my complete way with everything yet. Like I even last night I was looking at our space and because Justin refuses like everything must be pushed against the wall. Like he needs optimal walking space, but it just it doesn't make for the most cozy environment. Okay. Like just, it's hard to tie spaces together I, I when understand everything that. is against a parameter. Okay, I get that. But let's keep in mind that our apartment is not this massive grand living room space where we can move our it's furniture against the wall. It's not a grand living room space. But can you also think about it, the fact that it took how many years for me to get you to put this table over here? Two years? Three. You, you didn't three take any initiative. Years. I tried. You were like, uh-uh, that's not going to work there. So, the, but it's there I now. I got it there last Christmas because I moved the the, the decoration and it, and it worked. And then I just didn't move it back. I know it works. I knew it worked from the beginning. And you were like, "No, I need all this room to walk." Justin acts like he's five people people in a row just because you're long. You don't. I need, I need space. My limbs are long. I, I don't like. I don't feel. I don't like that. I the feeling of having to walk through my house with my shoulders cramped and and waddling through my home just because the decor needs to look fine or the feng shui well, like is I not said, good. I'm not interested result, in that. Stuff is too spacey. It is like, not too right spacey. Here, like, what is we just don't have on? anything over there. Stop. You're, you're, oh, you're just it's, dramatizing it's, shit I'm right not. now. This is what you're doing. You are just, you're dramatizing shit for no reason. I was literally standing in the living room last night like having heart palpitations. Like I'm just never going to have the kind of space Oh, that you're having heart palpitations because of the feng shui. Let me tell you what yes. gives me heart palpitations. What? Shit. Get it. Please. I've worked on things Please. like heart palpitations. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this conversation. Yeah. Our house is fine. And when we get it's okay. a new mattress, we will get new furniture, and things will slowly start coming together. Yeah. But stop acting as if this home is not livable. One step at, it, I don't feel that way. Jeez. In other news, we celebrated our two-year anniversary, as we announced the last week. Yes. Hey, <laughs> yeah. happy two years. And we went Can to you tell bomb. we're married? Yeah. We went to Gracias Madre, and is it West Hollywood? West Hollywood. Yeah. Right there on Melrose. And this was delicious. Delicious. It's a vegan Mexican spot. And my gosh, it was so good. I'm just, now I'm thinking about the meal and upset that I don't have it in front of me now. But I will say it was a very, very affordable dinner. And kudos to Joy because I was like, are you going to get something to drink? She's like, no, nah, I'd rather just get more food. Yeah. I was like, that's the most genius statement ever. Yeah. So instead of ordering drinks when you'll spend $45, $50 unnecessarily because you got to drive home. Right. We ordered what two appetizers, a salad, two entrees, and a dessert, and our bill was a hundred dollars. Yep. Like where in LA are you going to go to a nice restaurant and order right. all, all that. of that 
for a hundred dollars. Yeah, because the cocktails are what, but like t- between twelve dollars to fifteen dollars. And like I said, you order four, that's sixty bucks right there. Yeah. Which you will order for. It's hard to have just one. Yeah, it doesn't satisfy you. Yeah, and I don't feel alcohol isn't necessary. Like, I feel like alcohol can be fun. But even I drink this weekend. We went to a friend's house to watch the Mayweather fight, and I had wine there. I, I was not functioning. by Like, <laughs> Sunday, you are just, I took a three-hour nap out. Woke up, he- headache. We went to breakfast. I came back, passed out. Yeah, it's not, it's not a necessity. I, we are in a society that like, alcohol is they push it, like, targeted and tagged as the adult fun. Yeah. And I do enjoy social drinking. I'm not a, I'm not a big drinker. If you come over to my house, I mean, we have a fully stocked bar that our friends drink more off of than we do. But that's why it's there. Yeah. And, and like I said, I, don't, I used to keep beer in the fridge, and now I don't. I just drink water at the house. But if I'm going somewhere, celebrate with some friends, I would definitely have a drink. I don't think it's a necessity to have it's at not. dinner. Definitely not. But it is, you know, sometimes fun to, to let Every loose. once in a while. I, I didn't have a single drink from January till the end of May. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Like, I just I did, did not. And I did for other reasons, too. But, like, it, it was good to just abstain from it. And I will say, even when I have it now, I'm kind of like, I, don't, I didn't need that. So I'll probably <laughs> go back to just not drinking. But see, then what happens is when Joy doesn't drink, I... You don't drink, drink less. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I just feel like I'm being looked at. And, oh, okay, I'll You're not I'll being stop. looked at. I know, but it's just that it's a, it's a subconscious thought. No, you haven't. I, and I, I appreciate that because I know there are some people who are like, why are you drinking? I don't drink. It's like, look, just because you don't drink doesn't mean that Yeah, in college, because when I was drinking. Yeah, it was true. Because I didn't drink like that in college, yeah, though. I didn't, start, I didn't really start drinking until probably like what, senior my year. senior year of college. When we were supposed to be drinking. Yeah, <laughs> legally. Is when, yeah. I, when I started drinking, really, is when Listen. I turned 21. Because before they that. They really should change. I won't say they should change the drinking age to 18. No, you can't because of the, the driving. Right. That's the issue. But I didn't drink and drive. I was the kind of person who, if I knew I was going to have a sip, I was like, oh, no, I have to give my keys to somebody. Like, I wouldn't. I, but I, would but I will say, I would be interested to know the statistics. Since Uber and Lyft have become so commercialized in the major cities, I would like to see if there's been a decline in, in DUIs and drunk driving accidents since Uber and Lyft have become very popular. Right. I would be very interested to see. I'm sure there's got to be. Some statistics out there. If you work for Uber or Lyft or any other ride-sharing company or you work for a specific city or county and you have access to that information, I'd be very interested to see. Because I know before, I was never a taxi guy. I didn't believe in taking taxis. They're, they're the you worst. You didn't believe any, in it? Well, anyone who... I, I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> if you live in New York, it's very different. I was going to say, I only are ever part took one culture. in New York. I living don't in, think I've been in a taxi anymore. I have. But living in yeah. LA, it's just... And the thing I hate about... The worst thing about taxis is when you're sitting there and you're just looking at the money count. I psychologically, that just destroys my life, and I don't want to be a part of it. And the taxi seats are uncomfortable. They smell. You got all these brochures and pamphlets. Like, look, just get me to where I got to go. And I never would think to take taxis when I was going out. I was like, okay, if I'm, I'm going to drive, and if I drink, I'm going to have to chill or stop early. But now, it's, it's, I don't even think about it. Oh, we're drinking tonight? Boom. Hop in. Hop in an Uber. Hop in a Lyft, and you go on about your right. day. Right. So it, it's definitely changed my behavior. So I'm, I'm sure there is. But again, please, if you have access to the information, please. Please share it. Joy mentioned the Mayweather fight. We went to a friend's house to watch that, which was indeed a, a good fight. I will say that I was shocked that McGregor actually competed the way he did. I was nervous watching the first three rounds. I was like, Floyd, you definitely lost these three rounds. And then I was like, okay, what's going to happen? Is McGregor actually going to surprise some people? And then, of course, Mayweather outlasted him. I mean, the, the thing it was is 
the biggest difference, if McGregor didn't tire the way he did, I thought it could have been a much different fight. Because, like, again, he was a much better boxer than, than I expected. But going into that eighth round, his fatigue and his stamina just really started to, to decrease. And, and that's when Mayweather took over. I do think the ref stopped the fight a little early because I wanted to see a knockout. And everyone who paid for the fight, I'm sure, wanted to see a McGregor knockout, McGregor wanted a knockout. Yeah, he says, like, let me fall. Like, yeah. we're going to do this. Like, let me hit the mat and, right. and, and feel something. I respect that, but I understand, too, as a job, as a ref, you, you just can't let somebody just get punched <laughs> without defending themselves. But like I said, it, it was a good fight. This is probably the, one of the first Mayweather fights in a while that was actually worth watching. Because usually they're just these long, boring fights that go yeah. 12 rounds. You're like, okay, Mayweather won by decision again. While watching the fight, I had an epiphany. I finally understand what it is about sports that people are drawn to. So back in the day, before this <laughs> back epiphany, in the day. Oh my yes, gosh. before this epiphany, so I didn't really understand why people were so drawn to sports. I understand that it was a competitive thing, and you can root for your team and root against another team, and like people showed excellent athletic ability. Like I understood all of that, but my epiphany this weekend was that it's the unknown, right? You don't know the outcome. And Correct. so you're watching history unfold right there. Like, then and there. It's live. This is what is happening. And so I also understand why you don't want to DVR sports. But you can't. I don't know why it took this one. I was like, oh. And I was actually into it and very excited. But then I found out, and I did not know this, that Mayweather has abused women. I, I didn't know. Yeah, he's not, he's not a stand-up guy. Yeah. And I guess, you know, again, I'm pretty removed from the sports world. You want to talk about books? You want to talk about Grey's Anatomy? I am there with you. But I just, I don't know much about the sports world. I know that obviously there's Kobe, who is also Mamba, right? The Black Mamba. The Black Mamba, yes. There's Kevin Durant. Durantula. Yeah, I was going to say he has another thing too. <laughs> there are other people. Steph Curry. <laughs> Correct. I'm just going to We don't have to sit here and now you're going to just yeah. sit here and name all the athletes. We're not interested. Hold in on. There's one more. Allen Iverson's the older one. Oh, to your point. <laughs> to your point. We're not going to sit here and name, and name athletes. I, I just don't know things about sports. But so, so I say all this to say is that I didn't know Mayweather's personal life. Um, and I was, I'm kind of disappointed by that because I was like really rooting for him. And now I feel like cheated having ever rooted for someone who abuses women and women and to. Witness him actually beating up somebody else, it seems like a really weird thing to have encouraged now. So I'm feeling conflicted. Yeah, no. And, like, and, I mean, it was cool, but it was like, oh, but now it's not. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a slippery slope, and, and I, com I completely understand that. As I told Joy, I said, like, I don't really care. I don't, I, I'm watching the fight, enjoying the fight, but I understand, too, when you talk about other topics, if you're passively supporting those behaviors, you in in some way are contributing to you're condoning it. Yeah, ex approving it in in some form or fashion. Yeah. Like I said, which is which is really tough. But again, I don't. I'm not a. I don't follow Floyd on Instagram. Oh, Floyd's my guy. Okay, this is an entertaining fight. I'm gonna watch this fight, and now it's over. The next time we'll hear about Floyd is when he makes the headlines. But I don't really care. Ah. <laughs> well, it's a, this that same thing with like you know Chris Brown or. Um, yeah, that was very conflicting. Or Bill Cosby. I mean, look like, at R. Kelly. R. Kelly. I'm not feeling conflicted about R. Kelly. I mean, he did pee on a 14-year-old. That was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know why we didn't. Yeah, there's been several good articles in the last few years that are saying, like, black folks, you need to stop supporting R. Kelly. Yeah, like, I mean. it's but damn, and, he made some good records. I know it's difficult. It's when, tough. when people are good at what they do. Like, when an R. Kelly but, record comes on, like, everybody, it just. 
Ugh. I know, but that's Gosh. also why they get away with what they're doing for so long. Because uh, people... Very good point. ...think, well, or they think, well, but I'm R. Kelly. Nobody's going to punish me for this. And then, you know... Can you separate you the art from the artist? No, you shouldn't. Okay. You shouldn't. You can. And I think I used to feel that way, especially when Chris Brown first happened. I'm not proud of it, but I was like, dang, I really like exclusive that was my album and it was around that time wasn't it i'm not quite sure i think it wasn't too far after he had released exclusive and it did it completely altered my perception of him and i also i want to say too that i don't it's not that i don't believe that people can be rehabilitated so i do think that's the thing too like i don't feel like once an abusive person always an abusive person like i i do believe in rehabilitation but i also need to see some kind of proof of that right if i've seen proof of your abuse or proof of you being a crazy person, I need to see proof of your rehabilitation. But are you going to get that proof in a media world where all they're going to talk about is you're wrong? And I don't think you will ever get that validation. So I Maybe think not, that's a but little like, let's take, short-sighted. Let's take Chris Brown, for example, right? Yeah. Like, he had his incident with Rihanna. Since then, he has consistently acted an ass. Like, he just has not given you... It's hard ha- for... So he's acted an ass and how, but is he, it's just his personality or is he continue to beat women? So that's what I'm saying is I don't, I don't know what you're saying. He went on GMA okay. after the incident, later, and threw a stool through a window. Like, you're, that's, that's aggressive behavior. So okay. it's hard. So that was, you said that happened right after the event? Not right after. It was like years after. Okay. But again, I'm, I, what I, I'm, I'm just, just trying to say is what you're saying see. I, I understand, but I don't think it presents a, a fair argument because you're saying, saying you it's need fair, to see. But it's also not fair for you to beat women. I'm, I'm, not, or defending, rape women. I'm not defending any actions. Let's be very clear. But if you're going to say you need to see rehabilitation from I'm individuals, saying, I'm saying, will you get that honest perspective I'm in this town? That's and my what thing it is would no. take from me. That's what it would take for me. To yeah, they're, they're right. They need your approval. I got you. No, they don't need my <laughs> approval. But for me to feel okay supporting again. I got you. That's what it would take. Otherwise, the, the last taste left in my mouth is that bullshit you did. And that's hard for me to support. And it's not like, oh, I haven't listened to a Chris Brown song since. But it's like, I definitely haven't bumped one on my own. If it comes on the radio, I'm not like, turn it or anything like that. And look, maybe I should be like, oh, turn it. But it's it's hard. I mean, it's and it's sad when your artists or your heroes or anyone you admire disappoints you by something they do in their personal life yeah i just think it, it's such a, a slippery it is slope a slippery and I, slope. again i'm not defending anyone's actions here but if you take you know, such that that black and white stance if you you can't do anything because there's conflicts within your own self and things that you've done or things that someone else that you know who has done similar actions but you may treat those situations differently so I, I just think there's it, it's not that black and white and i don't think it's black that, and white Point I don't think just it's seems black again, and white. Short-sighted. That, that's just kind of how I feel about it. When it comes to people you don't know, when you know something like that, you're going to give your dollars to them? I probably not, right? Like are you, you would you fund someone that you know is is cuz that's what it is, right? Entertainment is a business in which you fund them for entertainment. For sure. So you are contributing to their salary. So are are you okay with giving someone Money in their pockets. Who is? When their personal knife is not squared away. Right. I got, I got I you. Know. And I think there is a difference in contributing money and then passively listening to something. Those are two different things as well. Mm-hmm. There is. 
I, I do. If you, I, and I you said in the radio, and said you're not going to sit here and turn the dial. Right. You said maybe I yeah, should. But, but again, there's not a, not going to like buy his album. Or yeah, that, that's different. I'm not putting I was money so in your pocket. Conflicted. It was like it was Chris Brown. And I think Big Sean and so like they're just people that I really would have liked to have seen. I'm like that is going to be a good show, but I just anyway I heard it was a good show. Yeah, I know, and I just couldn't. And I I'm not. I mean, I need to get Chris Brown's name out of my mouth because as as far as I know, he could be rehabilitated now. Like I know that that was a hard time for him. And actually, he came out with a video. He came out with a documentary. Oh, and, oh, it's a and full he's supposed to. He's talking about it, and I've yet to see. The, I, the I've seen eleven minutes of the clip, and I actually do believe because he he said that during that time, while the, during the famous altercation, he was thinking, "What are we doing right now? What are we doing?" And I know he said that she was physically aggressive. I don't think. I really don't think that a woman should hit a man, and I don't think a man should hit a woman. I don't think... Keep your hands to yourself. I completely yeah, agree. You can't provoke people, but that doesn't mean you earned your beating No, either. definitely not. But I can't... I, I understand how things unfold when people put hands on people. Like, you can't provoke people. You absolutely cannot do it. But I'm not condoning the reaction either. Like, then that person just has to be super strong. But when emotions are, are super strong and not reciprocating... Um, but when somebody's not emotionally stable at the moment, you cannot physically react. You just can't. But again, I'm not victim blaming. That that's not a thing I like to do. But I do want to tell people to keep your hands off everyone. Just no touching. Yeah, I love how the Floyd Mayweather <laughs> fight just went into this long tangent of supporting artists. And no, I, I get you. I, this, those are my feelings. Again, it's a, yeah, it's your feelings, but it, it is a, a slippery and slope. And I'm still and flushing tough. out my feelings because I do, you have to make room for humanity, right? Like you have to make room for people to make mistakes and correct them. And it, it's just, you know, some mistakes are just harder to, to move past than others. So. That's fair. And other celebrity news, Yvonne Orji of Insecure, she plays Molly, had an interview with People and she discussed still being a virgin at 33, I believe. She's yep, 33. 33 years old. And there was like an uproar about it. Like people are mad that like she's a virgin. What are you mad about? That is the craziest thing. I mean, I understand too, like you're kind of an anomaly, right? We don't know a lot of 33 year old virgins. No, you don't. You don't. Especially living in this town. Yeah, like, you just don't. So I understand that, like... And, too, yeah, you're, you're playing norm. in a show that sex is very pre- prevalent. Yeah. Uh, you, you see it almost every episode. Yeah. And Molly is, like, the whole of the show, yeah. right? Like, that, that's her role. I'm not saying that to be saying it, but she's, no, like... The I mean, character, yeah. Yeah, Issa says to her, like, can you teach me how to hoe? And she's like, that's rude, but yes. <laughs> so it's, like... It's, a, it's an excellent juxtaposition, and it goes to show you how fun acting is, right? How you can just take on a whole new persona yeah. that you know nothing about. Yeah, and again, that is life and art, right? Like how you choose to live your personal life and then how you are in art, as an artist. It's super interesting. But yeah, I just thought that it was crazy that she was being attacked for keeping her vagina to herself. Like that is just, you know, like how dare you? It speaks to the hypersexuality of our culture. And Vogue had a really good follow-up article. I believe it was a, an opinion piece that was submitted that was you know, dissecting the responses of people. And specifically now, and you look in our generation, is that we are a rebellious group. And saying we don't want to subscribe to norms and traditions. And Yvonne was explaining in her interview that you know, she made a decision with God saying, this is something that I'm going to do and right. I'm going to save myself for marriage and I'm going to honor God in this way. 
and people were like, oh, here we go, bringing in religion and talking about sex. And I think it comes to the point of individuals having such a adverse to religion. And so anytime right. you tie in sex and religion, people are like, oh my gosh. When we she wrote, didn't even mention religion, though. She said she between said her and God. Correct. But people always, associate, when you say God, they associate yeah, it with religion. It's not like I was at church and then the church said, so I did. Well, like, think about when we wrote our celibacy piece. Yeah. When we wrote that, that celibacy article for the Huffington Post, there were so many comments on the Facebook page yeah. and people saying sideways crazy shit, making up their own stories. Yeah. And oh, these people are crazy. I would never. And I was like, no, this is a decision. Someone told me I need to go to a mental institution because yeah. I was hearing voices. <laughs> like, it, was, it was crazy. But it comes to shows like when you tell people that you are not participating in sex and you have made a commitment with your partner or, or with, with the Lord and saying, I am going to walk in this specific light, you get super judged for it. And, and one of the tweets in this Vogue article was like, okay, we, you, know, you, you decide to... You decide to, to, to be a virgin, we talk shit. But if Amber Rose posts a picture of her you know, fully exposed, we're like, go ahead, honey, you know, show your goods. But it's like right. we, we celebrate craziness, but then we get upset when someone is reserved. It, it just it doesn't I make support sense. women in whatever makes them feel empowered. 100%. Like, if, if, if you are empowered by keeping your virginity, do that. If you are empowered by showing your bush do that <laughs> and i've had both of those experience i feel liberated when you don't I, wear a bra <laughs> but yeah i don't do that but like even walking around naked i love walking around naked it is not a problem for me i will take t- take some tasteful nudes one day i just need to get my body like on point first gotcha. but, but i really do i want to do a nude photo shoot because you're I gonna have it hanging in the living room yeah, why not? <laughs> like, a, like a taste. Mom, is that like you? Like a black and white, a little oiled up, and like my back and like my yeah, booty. Gotta, we got to get the muscles yeah, defined. Yeah, maybe like a little bit of nip. I, you know, I just. We be- can't have a little bit of nip hanging in our house if we have kids. They're going to see it. I will walk around <laughs> naked. I don't care. Like, That's fine, but you can't have a picture of yourself oiled up with your nipples hanging out. Inside I the living room. I said a tasteful nude. It'll be art. It won't be like porn. I understand a tasteful nude. I get that. Yeah. But you invite guests over. Like, oh, hey, here's Joy's nipple just hanging on the wall. But that's what that's I'm saying is that I think my body is beautiful. It is it's a, very an beautiful. amazing, beautiful thing. And if I want to share it on my terms, then that is okay. I'm okay with that. And I need you to be okay with it too. I, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm going to accept <laughs> you hanging nipple pictures. On our wall not, when we have kids think, and guests entertaining our house. I think you just need to see it. You need to see what I'm talking about. I've seen tasteful nudes, kid. and I think they are very, very nice pieces. Well, yeah. But if, you're, if your nipple's hanging out, like I'm not going to have it hanging on the wall right, when we fine, have kids. All right, fine. I'll put it in the bathroom. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so people that's, go, go to that's take a look, they'll be like, oh, that's Joy's nipple. Like that, that's ludicrous, Joy. I, I don't think that that's ludicrous. Okay. Well, we're going to agree to disagree, and I'm not going to accept that. So you need to accept. No, that's, yeah, but that's it's not, not going to be accepting. It's my house too. It is your house, but it's my house as well. Yeah, but so it's you, not up to you. Baby, imagine if you took a new tasteful nude and it was like your butt cheek. Like, you know, a but butt just cheek like, is, okay. like a okay, side I'm done, with, I'm done with this conversation. Well, because, you know, I guess, what would the equivalent be? Your penis? It was like, yeah, like I'm going to have, I'm gonna have my, my testicles hanging out and say, oh, this is a tasteful nude of my balls. <laughs> Hanging on the wall. Like, no. So, stop. Stop. Stop trying that to make a comparison. Imagery. It's horrible. And you there just don't. No. I don't have an issue. Again, I have no I mean, issue with a tasteful nude. Have you ever nude. seen beautiful balls? Have you ever looked at balls and been like, those are great looking balls? <laughs> no. That's never happened. They're offensive. But I've seen nipples and been like, that's nice. And, and I'm, I'm, 
100% in favor. You know I am fine with free the nipple. Again, liberating. If, that, if whatever makes you feel empowered and you like that, I have no issue with it at all. Okay. I'm just saying hanging here's, up a picture your of your choice. nipples out in our home when we have kids entertaining guests just may not be all the right, move. Let me, here's, here's, here's your choice. Tasteful nude on the wall or I get to wear a mesh shirt with no bra in public once a week. <laughs> this is this this is completely erroneous. This is this I'm not even getting into this debate right now. I'm not getting into this debate. We will see once these tasteful nudes happen and you're then, gonna love them and you're gonna I'm be like, not oh, saying I'm not gonna, gonna like, love in them. Black and white or sepia. Like you're gonna love them. Oh my They're gosh. gonna be beautiful. I we're we're way off track now. I yeah, because you said some or, crazy or shit. Or maybe we're not. Well, what my point is this: your body is to do with. Whatever you choose. Like, you can do with your body. If you want to have sex, you can have sex. If you don't want to have sex, you cannot have sex. If you want to walk around naked, that's okay, too. I mean, obviously not in all states. You got to check out which the legalities of that situation are. Like, I know in Berkeley, public nudity is acceptable. I'd be down for that. The only downside to public nudity is, like, creepers, right? It would be yep. really nice if there were no creepers and you could just be, like, in a nude utopia. But because they're creepers, you have to be careful. Correct. Crazy Which is people. stupid. Like, I don't want to have to censor myself to make me, For like, safety. Exactly. Yeah, that is, that is bullshit. But, yeah, it, it, it is interesting to, to see that so many people had a negative reaction to someone saying they're a virgin. I really, I, I laud her for saying, I, I laud Yvonne for like, I'm coming out and saying, like, I'm a virgin and it's okay to be a virgin. And it just, it's not that serious, people. It's like, well, and it shouldn't be a really thing that, that she that should be ashamed about. Like, why? She shouldn't be ashamed at all. She came out and spoke her truth. And I love that she spoke her truth. But yeah. the fact that people want to slam her for speaking her truth when it has zero effect on anyone. If, like I said, if you want to have sex, Joy just said it, go have sex. You don't right. have to judge folks because they're, they're not having sex. And the reason right. why they are choosing not to have sex is completely fine. It gives no harm to you. I, I don't understand people. People just, just want to talk just to talk. Well, and I thought the article was interesting, too, because it acknowledged, it acknowledged that we are becoming more and more comfortable with different forms of sexuality. We're even more and more open to the LGBT community. So why is it that we can't accept virginity? Like, that's, that's crazy. So you can accept... Sex between two consenting adults of any sex uh, or any gender, but you can't accept no sex from a woman who's just like, I, I don't want to do that right now. It's people are ridiculous. And, yeah. and this is what ha- this is the downside of social media is right. everybody has a voice and thinks that they can just commentate and share their dumbass opinions for the world to see. It's like no, it's it's who it's well, not serious at all. Like the fact that this is a headline and there's crazy. been multiple articles written about it saying that this <laughs> that, that she is a virgin is is absolutely mind blowing. Well, I just think in the past we've been as a culture obsessed with sex and now we're obsessed with no sex. But not in that we want to do, but we want to tear it down. Like how dare you not have sex? <laughs> Everyone's having sex and I think that it's because like you said earlier is that we're a little more rebellious as a generation. Obviously, we're a lot more liberal too, but I don't think I where do you draw the line? Why would, why would your boundary be no sex? Like, why? That's a weird thing to not accept. At the end of the day, as I said, people just need to shut the hell up and not judge yeah. people for making their own decisions. Again, if your yeah. decisions or your views don't negatively affect somebody, 
the fact that you feel the need to impose your beliefs and your view and call someone crazy because they're choosing not to have sex is ludicrous. If that's not for you, great. That's not for you. Nobody's saying it's for you. She's sharing with the world on why she chose not to do it. And Yvonne, I empower you. I support you in, in your, in your, in your journey of, 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 of being a virgin and waiting to you get married to share that special moment with your partner. Yeah. That's beautiful. Just beautiful. Switching gears, I am excited to announce that my credit card course is complete. I have released it out to a few people to beta test it and get some feedback before I release it out to you guys publicly. This has been a really big passion project for me for about the last year or so. I've been talking to Joy and saying I really want to educate and, sh- and share what I feel is a very important piece in understanding credit and financial literacy and personal finance. And I just didn't really know where to start. I had never created an e-course before. I did some research. I looked at a few webinars. I was like, this is just not me. This doesn't fit my personality. And I finally sat down and, and pieced it together. And I am, again, I am so, so excited to share this course with you. It will be out in September. I will give a specific date once we get everything finalized and I will be offering an introductory rate for those of you guys who are interested. I'm telling you, this course is is going to really change some lives for people. And I don't I don't say that to brag, but when I was listening back during the edit and watching it with the slides, it's like, man, this is a lot of informative information. And it would have been very beneficial had I known this at a younger age. Mm-hmm. And I want to share those those tools and that knowledge with you because there are still people I talk to now, people who are my age, people who are older than me, who literally refuse to use credit cards, refuse to use credit at all and say, I'm cash only, debit only, like credit is the worst. I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's really not. If you just have a basic level understanding of, of, of credit and, and how you can, and, and a lot of the benefits that are associated with it. And I am going to call out one of my friends who I asked. I was like, would you review my credit card course? I want to beta test it. He's like, man, is this a Ponzi scheme? I'm like, look, man, this is not a, a multi-level marketing company. This is an educational course that right. I created right. and I want you to review it. Feedback. Yeah, that's all, I, all I asked was for some feedback. And he's like, is this a Ponzi scheme? No, man, this is not a Ponzi scheme. This is not an MLM. This is going to be a very, very educating and informative course. And I can't wait to release it to you guys. And then I'm going to need your guys' help in getting it out to the world. So more details to come. So, so, so excited. Before we get out of here, our thoughts and prayers are with those who have endured and suffered through Hurricane Harvey. A quarter of Texas's population has been affected by this hurricane. Yes, a quarter. And Texas Texas is is huge. So that's, I mean, and I don't know which, that has to be the size of some state somewhere. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that at all. And the the video footage is just alarming. Devastating. I I just can't imagine living there natural disaster comes and just destroys everything that you know. So again, our our deepest thoughts and prayers are with all those who have been affected by the hurricane. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and share it with your friends. And if you've not yet written us a review on iTunes, make sure you do that as well. As always, let's keep this conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.